Welcome to the October 3rd, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly and I'll be your host today. Today we'll be going over Proverb 3, but before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would give them ears to hear and a heart to receive what you have in store for them in this podcast Lord, I also pray that you give anyone listening today favor with both God and man today and throughout the coming week. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 3, beginning in verse 1. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, Do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For her proceeds are better than the profits of silver and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all of the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand, in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. And happy are all who retain her. The Lord, by wisdom, founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up, and clouds drop down the dew. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, so they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down, and your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes, for the Lord will be your confidence, and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due, 
when it is in the power of your hand to do so. Do not say to your neighbor, Go and come back, and tomorrow I will give it, when you have it with you. Do not devise evil against your neighbor, for he dwells by you for safety's sake. Do not strive with a man without cause, if he has done you no harm. Do not envy the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. For the perverse person is an abomination to the Lord, but his secret counsel is with the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. Friends, today could be your lucky day. I believe that if you fully listen to this entire podcast, there is a chance that your life will be better moving forward than it has ever been. Today we are going to go over verses 5 and verse 6 of Proverbs 3. And Proverbs 3 is one of my favorite Proverbs. I mean, there are so many good verses in this proverb. And I will go over that later before we close. But today, let's look at verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Friends, this has always been one of my favorite proverbs, and yet it's very easy to overlook one key word in verse 5, and that word is all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Friends, I'm going to go back to my salvation, which was in the year 1995, and a couple things happened And I can't tell you specifically the exact moment when I gave my heart to Jesus, but there were a couple events, and I'm just going to quickly go over these. But one of the ones was um, my wife, and she. we weren't married yet at the time. We got married in January of 96. But at that time, um, we were dating, and uh, she invited me to go to a church service, and it was a church like I had never been before. And uh, anyway, we went there, and it was a concert. And I remember it being a Phil Driscoll concert. And, you know, some of you may know him, but he is very, very well known. And uh, anyway, when we went, and after that, she asked me what I thought. And my comment was, this is something that I have wanted my entire life. And I believe from that moment forward, my life changed. And then later on in the summer of that year, um, she invited me to come and meet her parents in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was living in Florida at the time. And we visited Oral Roberts. We went to the prayer tower and we got up and we got to listen to the story of Oral Roberts and his life and his ministry. 
And basically, um, I feel it was kind of the, the combination of those two made me realize that I had a need. And uh, at that moment, I, I was saved. I gave my heart to Jesus. And uh, my thought at that time was to give my heart totally to him. And yet in verse 5, it says, all your heart. And I still remember um, thinking, yes, I'll give that to Jesus, and yes, I'll give that to Jesus, but no, I, I'm not quite ready to give that yet. And um, with that backdrop, we are going to resume our study of James, and I have been on James for the past three weeks, and I invite any of you that have missed any of those uh, uh, you know, podcasts Three weeks ago, I began James chapter 1, and two weeks ago was James chapter 2, and last week, I did James chapter 3, which still is one of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible. But today, chapter 4 is equally as rich, and we're going to find out some stuff today. We're going to read the first six verses of James chapter 4. And friends, I'm going to ask that if you have the ability to do so that um, if you're not busy, I mean, if you have the opportunity, please have a seat and close your eyes and listen to these six verses, and I believe this could start the transition to change your life. Okay, verse 1. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? that war in your members. You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss, that you may spend it on your pleasures." adulterers and adulteresses. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Friends, let, let's break these verses down a little bit. I have three points that I would like to make today from these six verses. And number one, there is a constant battle in our souls. And let's take a quick look at John chapter 10, verses 10. And this verse is one of the best verses in the Bible that describes what it is that we constantly have going on in our minds. It tells us, But the thief comes for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. So friends, 
Satan is called the ruler of this present world. Satan is alive and he's very real. And yet he's a defeated foe. But if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you don't know that or you're not aware of it. But Satan is constantly battling you and trying to derail where you are in your life. He wants to steal, to kill, and destroy everything that you have going on in your life. Your dreams, your passions, everything that holds value to you, he is going to do everything he possibly can to snatch that away from you. And yet, the second part of that verse is what Jesus says, and I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. James here in chapter 4 talks about this constant battle going on in our minds. He says, you lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have before because you do not ask. Friends, a lot of times we don't ask God what it is we have need of. But a lot of times before you were saved, and I don't know, I think we're all in a different journey in life, but sometimes we ask things that we shouldn't ask. In other words, we are asking things based in the flesh, based on things that we would like to have, but they're not godly, okay? It's not what God would have us to have. And an example of this would be praying to God that you could have somebody else's wife because you're having problems in your marriage. That is an example of asking God amiss. And I'm here to tell you, God will never allow anything. He is not going to answer your prayer if it goes against the Word of God. He simply is not going to. He is not going to override His Word for anything. You know, it is good to pray, but we need to pray for what God's will is in our life. The second thing I'd like to ask is ask God for the right reasons Okay, I'm going to go over two scripture references here, and one's in James chapter 5, which we will discuss in greater detail next week when I get to the fifth chapter of James. But it says, The prayers of a righteous man availeth much. It is very important that we pray to God. And if we pray, the key word there is a righteous man. Because if you're living in righteousness, it means that you're obeying and following what God wants us to have. We're to do the right things and ask God for the right reasons. And I like Psalm 37, 4. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. That is such a powerful promise that God is going to give you 
what it is that you ask for, provided it is for the right reasons. God wants to answer your prayers. He wants us to come to him in prayer and ask. And if you ask, he will give you if it's for the right reasons. And the third one, we need to humble ourselves. And I've talked about this on a number of occasions. God resists the proud. And if you go to God in prayer in a boastful, prideful manner, your prayer is not going to be answers. He stays away from the proud. He's not going to have anything at all to do with you. He wants people who will humble themselves. And if you humble yourself, coming to God with the attitude that he is God and you are not, God knows what it is you have need of. In Matthew's gospel, and many of you know this, chapter 6, verse 33, it tells us, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. God knows everything you have need of. And for those of you familiar with that scripture, I invite you to revisit that once you end this podcast and go back to verse 24. Matthew 6, read verses 24, 25, 26, and all the verses leading up to verse 33. And if you do that, verse 33 will answer a lot of questions you may have about that particular verse. It's a wonderful thing. And friends, I, what I'd like to do is go back to our proverb of the day today, and let's try to just wrap this up, and I'm going to try to put all of this together for you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. All your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Many of us try to live our lives using our own intellect. And whenever you do that, you're going to trip up and make mistakes. The second key thing of this is verse 6. And we haven't talked about that all this much, but listen to this. In all your ways, acknowledge him. How many of your ways? All of your ways. So in verse 5, they talk about all your heart, And in verse 6, it talks about all of your ways. And he shall direct your path. Friends, this is a promise of God. If you search for him and trust him with every single aspect of your life. Now, the thing about it is you've got to be all in. All in. You've got to give him your whole heart. You've got to look at him and acknowledge him in all of your ways. You can't be holding back. You can't be holding back in any area of your life. If you want this message to be totally transformed your life. 
Your life can change if you live by verses 5 and 6 of Proverbs 3. That's my promise for you today. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And friends, I'm going to throw an additional carrot out there for anyone whose life is not going well in any area of your life. And friends, you all know, if I'm talking to you, listen carefully to me. If there is one area of your life, if your marriage is not going the way you would like, if your relationship with your kids is not going the way you like, if your job is not going the way you like, if there's any area that is not going the way you like, I would like for you to repeat this prayer again with me today. Father God, thank you for sending Jesus to earth for me. Jesus, thank you that you came to earth and set a wonderful example of how we are to live our lives. Jesus, I totally commit my life to you today. I'm holding nothing back. I give all of my cares upon you, for you care for me. Jesus, I invite you into my heart. I ask you to take over my life from this day forward in Jesus' name. Friends, if any of you said that prayer today, I I ask that you send me a quick email at Kelly K-E-L-L-E-Y, 0807 at protonmail.com. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, I'm going to do something I ordinarily don't do. I'm going to invite and ask anyone that is having any issues in any area of their life, I ask that you open your Bibles up and read the entirety of Proverbs 3 sometime before you go to bed tonight. I invite you to do that, and I believe and declare that your life moving forward will be enriched and renewed and more powerful than it has ever been. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.